I'm you've just got, you've got to you've got to suck a bit a bit of dick to make that happen. Whose dick can I suck? The iTunes. Oh, dear iTunes. Dear iTunes. Do <laughs> you want to get your dick sucked? Holla. Bring it over here. Holla at me, girl. I'm willing. <laughs> I've really out with podcasts succeed. Yeah. <laughs> willing to suck dick for it. I'll suck dick for podcasts. <laughs> Two girls on a mission, one is on with wine The others got the patience to just try to survive As we watch films that have never passed the 20% mark on Rotten Tomatoes Easy when you can barely see, other ain't got that luxury The designated drinker's got the better half of the deal Welcome to Designated Drinker. Uh, I'm your host this week, Morgan Williams, and my great pal Emily. Hey. Yeah, she's she's gonna be drunk. I'm still hungover from our last recording, so I might be a little bit muted today, <laughs> but <laughs> but it will be worth it. I think this is the first time we've recorded two days in a row, and I can yes. see why we haven't done it before. <laughs> because I came here and you were like, I haven't eaten yet. And I just got up and I was like, it is six p.m. <laughs> a lot of pain I have like a really big headache like I get this thing now that I'm old that like I get headaches from drinking wine and it's really sad I also get that what's that about we're in our early 20s as well like we're I'm that so old, old. Already I'm so <laughs> aged I, I feel like a crone right now like an old crone I feel you yes it's anyway anyway mm -hmm. enough about me being a crone um <laughs> today we're gonna do I think it's a controversial pick because um my mum's housemate just came in and said that this is actually a really good movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but I disagree. Uh, we're going to do Requiem for a Dream. I'm so excited. Yeah, you have no experience with this movie whatsoever. So, okay, so the only thing I know about this film is, number one, fucking mixed reviews. Because, like, the people of, like, Tumblr and, like, general teenage internet fucking love it. They do. But most people I know say it's fucking the worst. You <laughs> say it's the worst. It's me. I really hate um, Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, so I know it's about drugs. About drugs. It's by Darren Aronofsky. It's got Jared Leto in it. It sure does. Uh, and it's got a great soundtrack. It has got a really good soundtrack. Yeah. I'll give it that. It does have a really good soundtrack. Yeah, that's literally all I have about this film. Yeah, so, it's got that really dramatic music in it, so... Yeah, I know it well. It's so good. I'm I'm really intrigued to see how it goes. What if I love it, though? How will you feel? I'm really scared that you might, but I don't think that you will, because I watched this film when I was 15, uh -huh. which is like the prime age to watch this film, you know? Mm. It's like the prime age to be like, wow, drugs are bad, okay? But <laughs> I was watching it, and I was like, this is so terrible. Even as a 15-year-old, you had limited to no experience with drugs. Yeah. And to this day, I really don't have that much experience with hard drugs. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I really thought that maybe it would, I would find it super cool, but it's just so, oh, it's so bad. It's like so broad, the strokes that it's trying uh -huh. to hit. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, Banksy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if it's anything Banksy, I'm going to fucking hate it. <laughs> but I guarantee that if I was, was 15, I would have fucking Yeah, no, it. I know. But the thing is like... It's like Fight Club. Yeah, but Fight Club's actually good. It is like a genuinely good film, but also like in hindsight, I'm like, I feel like a lot of my views on it were not 
correct. Yes, no, I feel that. It's like, you know, in 500 Days of Summer when he's like, oh, my love life was fueled by an incorrect reading of The Graduate. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I feel like I did that with Fight Club a lot. Yeah, and also because people do that with 500 Days of Summer as well. People oh. think it's like, everyone's like, yeah, fuck Summer. And you're better like, that's no, not what it that's is. not the point. That's <laughs> not the point at all. The point is that he is an idiot. Yeah. He didn't listen to anything she said and then was like, what a bitch. Yeah, like, <laughs> and he calls her a slut at one point as well. I rewatched it recently. It's really, like, like, unacceptable. <laughs> it's, like, really rude. I can't imagine I ever watching that film and being like, oh, yeah, like, Summer's the bad guy. Like, he, he literally, she does nothing. He's like, oh, yeah, what a slut. And I'm like, what? He goes on a date with somebody else or something. And he's like, it's, uh I'm like, what, what's your fucking problem, Jason? Yeah, and yeah, people really, really misread that. Yeah. So, and they continue to today. But I feel like yeah. this film also, so it's by the same guy who did Black Swan. Mm-hmm. I also hate Black Swan. I like Black Swan. <laughs> no, you don't. I really like no, Black Swan. No, you don't. I haven't watched it in a while. Maybe now I'm a real adult. It wouldn't, but... Oh god, I just had it on DVD, so babe. Much. Oh my god, you had it on DVD. I really liked it. Sales ultimate commitment. But I think it may need to do with that Natalie Portman Mila Kunis sex scene. Yep, I think it does. I think that had. factors you're, in. You did a vibe. Before I knew. And I was like, I love this film. Why? Why? It's not because they kiss or have sex or anything. <laughs> anyway, um, Black Swan is a separate issue. But if yeah. you enjoy Black Swan, you might actually enjoy this. Which I'm, I'm so intrigued. So let me read you. I don't want to read you the plot synopsis from IMDb because it's too boring. But what I am going to read you is some plot keywords and after I read you these plot keywords I want you to tell me some thoughts some thoughts okay. on how you think this movie is going to go for you are you ready all right I'm ready first one drug addiction that makes sense got that yeah second one heroin we're still on theme mm-hmm. third one female pubic hair oh <laughs> That's a... fourth one sex show this Sorry, one. Female pubic hair is a key word. Oh, it is a key it's word. Key. It's so key that you know. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, female frontal nudity, which you could probably assume from the first two. Mm. So how do you think about what do you think about it now? I feel like the Bechdel test is <laughs> real well here. Okay, so there are two women in the movie that I know of. Uh-huh. Do they speak? They do not speak. Yeah. I don't think they're ever in the same scene together. Is there a female <laughs> dog that speaks to them? Is it Susan Sarandon? <laughs> is she being really sexy? <laughs> not to my knowledge. So okay, so we've got drug addiction, we've got female Heroine, pubic hair. Female pubic hair, sex show, female frontal nudity. There's so much I could infer from that. <laughs> Because my issue with all of that is that, am I right that Geraldito is the main character? Uh, there are four main characters, but yes, you could say that. Okay. So he doesn't get nude, I guess. Or does he? I don't really remember. It's not a key word. It's he not a key word when he gets nude. I don't think that it is because there's something very specific. I mean, those keywords basically just sound like any porn. Doesn't there's it? drugs involved and there's female friends. Female people. <laughs> it's probably a search term on like Pornhub. Female All of those up. are absolutely search terms oh, yeah. on Pornhub. But the thing right? is, they're like keywords on IMDb, so you can like click through and it'll give you a list of films that have most popular female pubic hair titles. Oh, thank God. I've always wanted to know. No, you know what number one is? Go on. The Shape of Water. Wow. Yeah. I have not seen that film, but I didn't expect that to be a key word in it. You should watch it. <laughs> it's not the word I would use to sum up the 2017 <laughs> hit. <laughs> the, the Shape of Water. It won Oscars. <laughs> it did. It did. And it deserved to win Oscars. <laughs> and then Fifty Shades of Grey comes up as well. I really think that you would be able to see pubic hair in that. I feel like Fifty Shades of Grey is actually like, as a whole film about sex goes, I recorded it quite vanilla. Did you watch it? No. I saw bits of it and I heard a lot about it. But like, what I most heard about it was people watching it as a joke that'd be like, there actually wasn't that much Well, you can't sex. make a mainstream movie that's a fucking adaption of a porn book. <laughs> yes, it's not going to work. also, it's about Twilight. It already <laughs> is a film. 
if you just put Edward in a suit and make him more of an arsehole, yeah. you've got Fifty Shades of Grey, so it seems kind of irrelevant. Yeah, you can make it even more sexist than Twilight. That's Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh my god. Okay, so another one on the female, female pubic hair list is Schindler's List. So now I'm going to go back. I, I'm going to remove myself from this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere near that I one. I have seen Schindler's List. I know, I've seen it I do not times. recall female pubic hair. I think I might recall How vague is this key word? Why is this a key <laughs> word? It's key. It's like, key that you know. Is it key to the plot? Would you say in, in Record for a Dream that female <laughs> pubic hair is key to the plot? I wouldn't. I, you know what? I, guess, I could see. I'm on the fence. <laughs> I could see how a vagina could yeah. be key to a plot. It usually is. I'm unsure how pubic hair could be. You know what? The one film yeah. I'd allow it in. Okay. Scary movie. Because there's that it? bit in it when it's yeah. sexy, and there's a joke where he like takes her pants off, and yeah. this massive bush pops up, and he uses <laughs> like a chainsaw to like get through it. <laughs> Those well, movies are terrible. But I love them. Well, I love <laughs> Awful, but so good. <laughs> That's the one time I would accept it as a keyword. Yeah, okay. it wasn't even on that list though. So, well, I, I didn't keep reading because after I mean, you kind of gave up on Schindler's <laughs> list. Yeah, I kind of just like rolled on out of there. Yeah, and it was not good. So yeah, you have positive expectations for this movie. I'm, this has made me, if anything, just more confused about this film. <laughs> actually, opened up no doors for me. I'm just baffled. Oh my god! All right, I have some trivia. All right, go but on. I don't know how good it is. I'm two beers in, so I'm excited to hear. Oh, two beers in. Yeah. That's there right. was one which you're gonna be like, "This is not good trivia," but I read it and I thought it was really funny because it sounded like those posts at the end, like that man was Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, when you do the trivia, you always get all the really boring ones. <laughs> but I find it funny when I read them, and then I have to explain why I find it funny. Because when me and sort of do this all. You were like, I found loads of trivia, and we were like, did you? I mean, you're like, yeah, like this one, we're like, yeah, we found all those, but they were shit. shit. Why would you tell me that? I thought it was funny, because it's like, he was a hamster voice, but he turned it down. I'm like, of course he turned it down. You know, I'm not explaining the joke to you. Your humour is not universal. (laughs) I'm painfully aware of this. I'm going to read you this one anyway. Go on, detail. Um, Please end it with that man was helping. I will. Or, and then they all clapped. When Sarah Goldfarb is on the subway and is telling strangers that she's going to be on TV, a man tells her, you are whacked. That man was Darren Aronofsky's father. (laughs) 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 Come on. That's pretty good. With the preface of it being that man, I just really read it that way. Um, so yeah, no, none of this trivia is. Oh no, the best bit of trivia actually I found. This is really good. Mm-hmm. So um, each time after the drugs are used, they they have like a little edit sequence where they're like shooting up, and it's like a whole thing, and it gets very boring. So they play it over and over again. Wow. I know it's very. Edgy. I'm so excited. Very so. dark and edgy. Um, so this piece of trivia says like. Each time the drugs are used, it cuts to a shot of an eye with the pupil dilating. While this would be true after the speed type drug Sarah was using, for heroin, the exact opposite is true. The pupil should constrict. Hence, heroin users are often said to have pinned eyes that uh, people shrink to the size of pinbricks. So they have this sequence where it's like, <laughs> and it's like, you, the thing is, your pupil doesn't even do that. It's like, it only does that with like two specific drugs. That's very true for two reasons. <laughs> Number one, I didn't know that. That's very right? interesting about heroin. Yeah. Number two, that's so funny that in your film, about heroin, you wouldn't know the eye people, the people constrict. Well, that's my issue. It really is no fucking research. That's my issue because it's a movie about drugs, but they clearly didn't do any research, and it, a lot of it doesn't make actual sense once you know what drugs is do. It, does it feel like um, 
you know, like when you're in school, like in primary and the early secondary school, and yeah. you get these lessons about drugs that are just like drugs are bad. Yes. Does it feel like someone got to that stage knowing about drugs and then had no experience with <laughs> drugs yeah. at all and then made a film? No, I guarantee you that's exactly what happened. Ah. This is the kind of film I would write when I was 12 about drugs, knowing nothing about yeah. drugs apart from what I just Googled. So like, but the thing is, I don't think they even Googled it. It's really... Well, the thing is, I feel like even like fucking, what is it, Talk to Frank, that website would you know tell you I mean. that the people's constrict and you take care of him. <laughs> it's a pretty basic characteristic. Yeah. It's like, oh, it just really fucked me off. So I don't know. Because like, heroin's a pretty different drug to like, uppers and that kind of thing. Very different. Yeah. But in this movie, they are treated the same. <laughs> <laughs> like, heroin films actually about ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be surprised. There's not much other good trivia apart from, um, someone had to wear a fat suit and nine different wigs, which isn't very good, but I found it really... That sounds like a great job, though. Doesn't it? I wanna... You wanna wear I a fat suit. I really wanna wear a fat suit and nine different She actually wigs. had two different fat suits. <gasps> So this bitch in the life. <laughs> Ellen Burstyn. Ellen Burstyn, I think, was the one who was nominated for an Oscar, but this movie didn't win any Oscars. To be fair, her performance really good. Her lines sound like they were written by Twelve Year Old, but her performance, she nails it. She's That's the one you hear in the Bastille song. Ah, oh, okay, cool, cool. They cool. just wanted to be loved or something. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so she's pretty good. Um, the other one, I don't really know. I don't really remember much about the other ones apart from what happens to them because. The, the, it's, it's like a morality tale, and I really hate morality tales. Morality tales fucking suck. Because like, I don't care, I don't give a shit, let me do what I want. I do what I want. Yeah. Not that I want to take heroin, but I don't But like, I, I like the option. I like the option, <laughs> you know, that's freedom of choice. I want anyone to stop me taking heroin. Feminism! That's what feminism is. It's bah, 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 bah. never swing women taking heroin. Yeah, I've never swing And I say women. to all my friends, never stop me from taking heroin if I want to do it. You know, right now I don't want it, but in the future, who knows? I've got you on like record saying that. Don't stop me! <laughs> Maybe I will. I'm two fears in, bitch. <laughs> Anything can happen. Well, so you know how Jared Leto is like, Insufferable. Yes. So you the know. fact that he's in this film actually is the most off-putting <laughs> thing to me. You're right. You're right to be off-put by it. Yeah. But you know he's like a character actor. Mm-hmm. Character actor, Jared Leto. He's all about method acting. All yeah. So he hung shit. out with junkies for ages because he was like, I just gotta get like a sense of the part. And like when he was <laughs> doing that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I really hate Jared Leto. He's a bastard. Um, but he stated he stated in an interview this says, which I don't know how true it is. But when he would hang out with junkies, also like Jared Leto's beautiful man. I don't know how he got away hanging out with junkies and everyone was like yeah this is fine like yeah if i was junkie i'd be like fuck off jared leo <laughs> he doesn't really look like a junkie he is no, a very pretty man he's a beautiful man like anyway he's a twat, but a he's, pretty man. he's a twat but yeah he is a beautiful man um but he used to shoot up with water while hanging around real life junkies um right <laughs> that doesn't sound good for you he injected water into himself it's actually not that bad it's like not great but it's not that bad it's basically what iv drips are okay so like I had one when I had surgery when I was young. Yeah. Because I couldn't eat or drink like a day before the operation. Oh yeah. So they just had like a little thing and that's how I got like water. So you can do it. It's just like why would you want to? Um but yeah, he's like why it's such a twat. Like I you know, I I actually, <laughs> I hate actors like that because I hate like okay. Alright, put a bit down. Let's serious serious chat. Okay, you see I haven't seen this film, but you know the Revenant, yeah. which Leonardo DiCaprio won his Oscar for. So there's this whole thing about bears and shit. Yeah. And like the cutscene in that film looked boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's all him being like, man in the woods and grunting and I'm like and there's bears and yeah. which bores the fuck out of me. Same. My thing is that so much of people's like love for that was them being like, oh but he like went out into the woods and like actually like did this stuff and I was like, nobody asked him to do that. 
no one fucking asked. And I'm like, oh, this actor, like, fucking starved, like, fucking Christian Bell. I was like, he starved himself for, like, years, for years. I'm like, no one. No one else. There was spent. When we pulled out for American Hustle, I was like, there's fat suits, dude. I don't give a shit. You pull away. Oh, you're going to fucking die early then, you little dick. Like, with his weight fluctuations, it's very likely. He's definitely going to die. He had loads. So he, for the fighter, he lost like an unhealthy amount of weight. Yeah, he's like the, skeletal in that movie. Yeah, he was skeletal in that. And then in Marion Hustle, he was quite really big. Yeah. And they're like, there are ways you can do this about doing that. No one fucking asked. He's expecting everyone, everyone be like, oh my god, he's amazing. That's no, what fucks me up. That's what fucks me up about character acting. Because I read this really good article that was mm. like, if women did this, they would just be fired. Oh, one <laughs> fucking god. Yes. You never oh. see it with women. I don't think I've ever seen something to that degree of a woman like, yeah, like, oh, I went into the woods and stuff. Because when a man does it, everyone's like, that's amazing. Yeah. If women do it, you're like, what a fucking idiot. Like, literally, it's <laughs> so fucking annoying. It's, that's such a true point. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah, that has actually bothered me yeah. for so long, because I'm just like, no one, no one fucking asked you to do actors that. Actors in Hollywood are some of the most privileged people on, in the fucking, on the planet, right? It's like, you can afford to feed yourself, so oh. fucking feed yourself. It's not that hard. Nobody asks you. Your job is to pretend to be somebody that you aren't. I'm like, why can you not do that job? People starve the time about choice, dude. Like, oh, yeah. fucking hell. Oh, it's so admirable. No, that oh. is, that is so I'm like a rich man, but also I like starve myself oh, for like no a reason. few months. No for reason. Fuck. Guess what? Oh. Meryl Streep been nailing it since day. She's never had to do that. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Thank Shout you, Meryl out Street. to Meryl Street. We love you, Meryl. Keep Bad doing what you're boss. doing. Oh, she's got like a million Oscars. I think she has the most Oscars of any. She has a separate media page just for awards, oh, which is how you know someone's a boss. She's so good at her job. I, I honestly do not know what to expect from this film. I'm really scared of loving it. I think you might. The thing is, if you're pissed, yeah, yeah. I don't think that you will. Okay. You will. I'm going to bet that you won't. Okay. I'm going to bet my sense of well-being on that. That's... So, tread wow. carefully. Oh my god, there's lots of lot riding on that. Tread carefully. Jesus. <laughs> I'm very hungover, so my sense of well-being is pretty low at the moment. And that's true, yeah. There's not actually that much to lose. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. Let's let's watch this fucker. Let's, like. let's watch it. Let's endure. Let's, let's come up with a better catchphrase. <laughs> never got it. We're like many episodes in. Let's endure this shit. We'll just have to endure this. Let's endure. Let's endure. This is the part where we watch the film. Hello, welcome back. To designate a drinker, we've taken our customary halfway point. Hello. Hey, how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> you know, when it started, I actually genuinely thought I was going to really like the film. Because <laughs> I really liked the aesthetic of it. I was really worried there for a minute. You were getting very worried. I was, I was like, no, this is good. And you were like, oh no. <laughs> but having gone halfway through, I don't want to watch the rest. I know, it's such a slog. For such a, for a film that's all about like doing hard drugs. <laughs> It's so... Nothing's happened! It's really fucking boring and pretentious. <laughs> like, I disagree. Some very subtle things have happened. But you haven't noticed because they're just really boring. <laughs> there are bits I liked. I yeah. don't remember any of them. Okay. Um, well, what do you... Can you describe... Can you describe what's happened thus far? Okay, so it starts off... Mm-hmm. Um... Jared Leo is trying to take his mum's TV. He is. And yes. she locks herself in the bathroom 
and he's like, Oh ma, the TV's chained to the to the wall. Flawless Jared Leto impression it also. He does have a ridiculous accent in this It's movie. very it's just like that Jewish Ma 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 Chain the TV That's my content. But it's very Jewish like yeah. this from New York. Jewish. Jewish. Very Jewish. Yeah. But he talks like that and yeah. he's like Ma, you bitch, you chain the TV up, you're so selfish. And I was like, isn't it more selfish to steal your mum's TV over and over again? Yeah, because he does it over and over again. My favourite thing about that bit with the TV is it's the opening credits. They're just like wheeling it across like a really long way. They, they wheel it through like an amusement park. I kept thinking that they were going to wheel it through like just like a desert or something. Yeah. Cut to like tundra and then it's wheeling through like the Arctic. And, like... <laughs> and then I thought, wouldn't it be funny if like in Scooby-Doo, you know, they go through all those doors and then they come out through other doors that couldn't possibly be. I thought maybe it would be funny to see them wheel the TV through that so that would be really funny that's way better today. <laughs> so a lot of the time I've just been sitting there thinking about things that would be funnier for me to watch or things yeah. that would be more entertaining for me to watch while watching this piece of shit movie yeah this thing is oh I'm trying to remember what happened after <laughs> what happened after the TV um him and his mate who is an actor that I know I don't have a name of no. he's, he's in White Chicks isn't he yeah he's one of the guys in White Chicks which means one of the White Chicks which is White Chicks is a horrible film <laughs> really transphobic racist and sexist yeah it's the whole package yeah I hate it um, <laughs> yeah he's in it and they him and Jared Leto get really high together yeah and the minute I saw that transition where it shows the pupil <laughs> dilating I couldn't stop laughing because I was like it doesn't I now know it doesn't dilate <laughs> It doesn't do that at all. It doesn't. Emily, I will give you a thousand dollars right now if you can name everyone in this movie, the four main characters. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Because you've just been calling Jared Leto and that guy. You haven't even mentioned the other two. <laughs> the four main characters. Right. Are Jared Leto, who is called Harry. Okay, what's his last name? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. But his mum is one of the main characters. Yep. I know the actress's name is Ellen something. How do you know the actress's name and not her name? I noticed the credits. <laughs> <laughs> Why? She got Oscar nommed, mate. She did get Oscar nommed. Just like Babe. Just like Babe. <laughs> she's as good as Babe. <laughs> but not as good as Babe 2, Pigmency. No, nothing's good as that. She, she's really good. But I don't know what her name is. And is it like, I want to say... I literally spell it out at one point in the movie. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it's about the whole thing. Marie. Goldfarb is the same. There you go! Ding ding ding! Harry Goldfarb and someone Goldfarb. Oh, so close. <laughs> it does begin with an S. Sarah, Sarah? Sarah Goldfarb, baby! And then there's, yeah, the guy from my <laughs> <laughs> What's his name in the movie? I need names. Tyrone! Just kidding, there won't be any other black characters in this film well, apart from drug dealers! They were all drug dealers and they were all only ever in scenes the other the main black character. Yeah. So I was like, is he not allowed to hang out with the white people? Like, <laughs> yeah, and then you see him in a scene where he's like fucking this chick and she's also black and it's like... Well, you can't have interracial couples. It's not, it's not 2018. It can't be done. It's not allowed. It's it was like not 2000. It wasn't allowed back then. No, there was no integration in 2000. <laughs> it just wasn't. I am getting some really Mindhunter vibes of this movie though. Because you keep saying that it gives you those vibes and I'm like, yeah, it looks like it's filmed on a shoe on a shoe <laughs> like quite the aesthetic of it and I feel like it's really almost good sometimes yeah 
But oh, yeah, then the other character is Jennifer Connolly, whose name is Marie. Oh, I think it might be. I actually Mar- Marion. Marion. Marion Silvers. You I nailed smashed it. it. You smashed it. Not expect. Yeah. But she, yeah. So she is the girl from Labyrinth. Oh yes. Which she's I thought was so really pretty. cool because oh, she's beautiful. We yeah. just kept talking about how nice she was. She's just got like a really good face. Her eyebrows, her eyes, her, her jawline are like beautiful. So pretty. And she's, she's got a good. She's and she's good a good actress. The thing is. I, this the acting in this film is good. I will give you that. My mum did it was all shit. Oh yeah, no, it's And this is good. Jared Leto, for better or for worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for better but yeah, the, the what's the fucking name? It? Sarah Goldfarb, his mum. She's actually. She got the Oscar nom, and I, I see why she was really good. A lot of her stuff is like her lines will sometimes be really terrible or really stupid. And she plays them really well. She fucking nails that delivery yeah. every time she's nailing that delivery. And I think a lot of the actors, I don't think any of the actors are bad in this. I just think what they're given is just so stupid and terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that think, they, they, do they do the best they can with yeah. their performing characters. They did. Um, but yeah, so they steal that TV from her. Steal that TV. Yeah. That's and the first yeah. that happens. Yeah. So then Jared Leo and. Tyrone. Yeah. Um, they get high together on heroin. Yeah. And they have a whole time together and then they're out getting food and Tyrone's like, I've got the most novel idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love this. <laughs> His idea was, what if we buy heroin, cut it with other stuff All right, and then you. make double our money? Oh my God. That's a genius. Why haven't more people thought to do that? It's almost like Drug dealers have never done that before. <laughs> and they're like, oh my god, amazing. Also, they Nailed have it. no real debate. He said that, and Joe Leo was like, yes. Yeah, like, he was like, oh my, we're gonna make millions, dude. Yeah, like, and it's like, A, no, you won't. B, bad things will happen to you. And three, <laughs> this movie's terrible and I hate it. I like these of A, B, and three. That was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> these are the jokes. So, yeah, so then. They kind of agreed to do that. Yep. And um, then you get introduced to Jennifer Connelly, oh, Marianne, oh, and so, so him and her and Harry, so Jared Leto are like yeah. together. And um, there's a really cringy scene with them. Do you remember what the dialogue is? Uh, oh, the bit where like they're in bed together, and he's like, "You're so beautiful," and she's like, "Oh, and she's so like." People always say that. Uh, it's <laughs> meaningless. Is it people say it to me all the time? It's meaningless. And they're like, oh, it must be so hard to be hot. Like, yeah, like <laughs> let him compliment you. I don't know why she's going out with him because he does look about twelve in this movie. He does look about twelve. Who did you say that like the guy from My Chemical Romance? Yeah, Gerard Leo looks like Gerard Way. In oh this. Do you think they just switched up Gerards? Honestly, wouldn't be surprised. Oh my god, like a parent trap situation. <gasps> they won't even know that I am They're Gerard. both in emo bands. Oh god. Because oh, when I was younger, I used to love Jared Leho. Because 30 Seconds to Mars, baby. Their first album. It was good. I still in like hindsight, it. I don't love it. I, I still like it. I think it's a matter of like, I listened to it a lot when I was younger. And now, and now nostalgia. Yeah. Nostalgia is a fucking hell of a drug. But <laughs> you know what? Everything in this movie is a drug. <laughs> yeah. So you, you get introduced to Jennifer Connelly because they like are running around together really high and they go up into this building, make out in the elevator, <laughs> then break onto the roof. And then <laughs> you loved like, it. You were like, oh, that's dumb. But the way they, they break into it, it's like they, sh- they hotwire the They hotwire the door. It won't, it won't set off until it opens. And you were like, you just had like a little giggle and you were like, oh, it's dumb, but I like that. <laughs> I like the scene. I thought it was kind of nice. God, you really were determined to like this movie. I, I Genuinely, I tried. But I should have had more faith in just how bad this movie is mm. and just how long it goes on for. And also the thing is, 
The only storylines I've got are that they're doing drug stuff, and he talks to his girlfriend about it, and she's like, I'm in. Yeah. She loves drugs. She too. loves drugs. They all love drugs. And then his mum's storyline is that she gets a call from her favourite TV show, which is weird. It's weirdly culty diet show. What is the show? I don't know. It looks <laughs> like, you know, when you have those um, religious people who claim to heal people. Yes, but it's diets. Yeah, it feels like that. Like, it feels like some guy is being like, I'll heal the power of the Lord, but yes. it's a guy who's been like, I'll heal you with the power of not eating sugar. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, no processed sugar. You never actually get to hear what the third one is. They do that on purpose. Oh. So it's no processed sugar, no red meat. And then the last one's supposed to be no pharmaceuticals. But um, they oh. wouldn't let Darren put that in the movie because they thought it was too controversial. Wow. <laughs> because they thought big drug companies would be like, hey, hey, how dare you? We want well, to sell shit. I don't know why um, it would make much of a difference. But yeah, so then she gets a call from that, that TV show being like, you're going to be on the show. Or does she get a call? Sad, sheltered life of seeing her TV all the day. Her husband's dead. Husband's dead. Her son never sees her, and he takes her in. Yeah, he steals her TV every time he comes. Yeah, and so she has a very sheltered, boring life. So she gets this, TV, this show, being like, "You're gonna be on a TV show," and she completely believes it, even though it sounds dodgy as fuck. Yep. And she has this red dress she used to wear. This one I just found horribly sad. Yeah. She has a red dress she used to wear for her husband, who's dead now, and she can't fit into it. And she has referred, her friend refers to this doctor who just gives her, uh, basically... First, she tries to eat grapefruit and eggs. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. There's a lot of funny bits in this movie, but they don't let them... Be funny. Be funny. They yeah. I think this film would benefit from having a lot more humour in it. Because it does because have humour in it. It's really funny sometimes, but it's not played up to be funny. No, because they're, they're like, it's very serious. Everyone's on drugs and they go to die. And I'm like, oh. And also because the score is amazing, but it's so serious. God, I love the oh, score. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's really good, but it often doesn't fit. <laughs> do you remember that scene when she's like putting something in the post and it's like and I was like this scene should be funny I'm making it the most dramatic thing I can't remember what the other guys are doing I think they're just like they're doing something and the idea is they're building up to a mistake yeah. which is why it's dramatic but it would have been better if they just made that kind of funny and then the minute yeah. they did that thing put in the music you're like oh shit maybe yeah. it wasn't anything to do but they I should write films <laughs> I think that's a conclusion that we're coming to in this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like, maybe we should just write films. But I think they might be quite bad. But, um, yes, yeah, so the only ones I have are that those three characters are doing drug stuff together. They're doing all the drugs. And she's basically taking the speed that this doctor's given her in, like, four pilled forms. Pretty dodgy, yeah. So just fine. She just gets high as fuck watching this TV show. <laughs> Which is the only thing she ever watches. And I'm like, I get it. Like, repetition. I get what you're trying to do. But also... So boring. It's boring. It's if you repeat so something over and over again, boring. it's so fucking boring. Well, I think that a lot of things in this film, they just use, they use that transition of the eyes, like, mm. people's dilating. How sick are you of that right now? So Oh, we got another half of a movie to go, baby. The thing is, this is my problem is that what else has happened other than they've been working out their drug thing? Yeah. And they've started doing it and making some money, I guess. Yes. Oh wait, no, no. You know what he tells his mum, and she's like, "What are you doing?" He says, "I'm a distributor for a big importer." (laughs) And you know what she says to that? She goes, "I always knew you could do that." 
before you see his mum again, he has this chat with his girlfriend where he's talking about his mum, and she yeah. goes, wow, you really love her, don't you? And I was like, no! He steals her TV! He's done nothing to indicate and that. And when she was laughing, he saw her TV and also yelled at her, and she hid from him in the bar. Okay, no, he yells at her because she changed the TV to the radiator, and he's like, Ma, what are you trying to do? Kill me? I'm gonna pull this radiator and explode us all. And I'm like, that's entirely within your that's control. Your fault. <laughs> and he just like comes in and yells at her, and she's hiding in the bathroom because she's scared of him, obviously. And he's yeah. like, yeah, no, I really love her. I'm like, you don't. Yeah, and you're not. He's like, you must really love her. He's like, yeah, I guess I do. Oh my god, it's so stupid. And then when they go it's over really there weird. again, when he goes over there again later on, when he's like this drug business. Yeah, he's just a real dick about it because she's being all speedy, and he's he's like, you know what, Mark. Fuck you, Mark. He basically gets annoyed at her doing drugs. I'm like, you're a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want her to go to that, down the same path he has, though. Yeah, like, uh, that's fine. He's very judgy, and they're like, it's so judging. <laughs> Be cool, she's supposed to wear a red dress. She's got nothing else. She has nothing. You don't visit on. her, and when you visit you steal her, she steals her TV. Oh, you um, said a really good thing about that because you were like, oh, if she was my mum, I'd treat her really nice. And you'd be like, yeah, like, I wouldn't steal her TV. And then there was like a little bit of a pause, and you went, I wouldn't buy her a TV either. <laughs> <laughs> because he buys her a new TV when he comes back from drunk business. So, and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't sell a TV, I'm a good daughter. But I wouldn't buy her a TV. I wouldn't buy her a TV. Don't be ludicrous. Has much else happened in the film than what I've said? Um, Bear in mind, we've watched 50 minutes of this film. It has been 50 minutes. You know, I do have a lot of notes. You know what? I have a thing to say. Oh, go. There's a lot of drugs in this film, right? Yep. And they first of all get that hair and thing wrong because they get the people dilating wrong, which yeah, is funny. But my favourite bit, and I think also your favourite bit, was when they smoked some weed. I've been to Amsterdam. I know what weed's like. I know what weed's like. He smokes it and has a full on hallucination that his girlfriend is standing at the end of the pier and he, walk, he runs over to her. And she turns around and looks really beautiful. She's like, yeah, hey, what's up? And then he steps out of it. Okay, his friend comes in. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, that added nothing to the film. No, All it's what weed does to you, Emily. That's what happens when you're on weed. But when, when you smoke a weed. The thing was, it's not. <laughs> even if it was, him seeing his girlfriend doesn't tell us anything. Yeah, you just I'm saw just like, her. Like a scene I'm like, we already know that you said you loved her in the last scene. You were like, you're beautiful. And she was like, that's meaningless. Yeah, she was like, fuck you. <laughs> and he was like, do you not think I meant it? And she was like, no, it's just meaningless. And I was she's like, like so okay. <laughs> She's such a bitch, honestly, but she's so hot, so I'll, 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 I'll let her but, um, me. But yeah, so he smoked sweet. So yeah, that's, if you smoked a lot of weed, mm-hmm. you could hallucinate a bit. Yeah. You wouldn't have a full... <laughs> Like yeah, she's like through the window. He's like on a pier, and it's like, what, what is happening? Yeah. So that scene did nothing yeah. for the narrative, and was just inherently wrong. Also, <laughs> why does he have DJ decks, but he's sitting on, on a, like, crate. a crate? He can't afford a chair, but he can afford DJ decks. But why? If you only see him use once. Yeah, when he's smoking weed, obviously, because that's the that's, that's how you weed. That weed. That's what weed does. Weed makes you DJ and hallucinate. Weed does make you DJ, and it makes you hallucinate about your girlfriend that you just saw literally five minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. The only other thing I remember from the film was that there's a bit where Tyrone goes to. See some other drug dealers. Well, that's the thing that just happened. Who were, who were all black. Yeah, of course they, were. they are. There's a line later on where they're like, the blacks and the Italians are having a war, which I found really funny as a line. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, oh, the blacks, yeah, sure. We'll use that collective noun, shall we? 
I feel like, yeah, when you use the term black, it's never <laughs> a good idea. They're not trying to be PC, I think that's the point, but like, mm. But like, mm, I just feel uncomfortable about it. And the Italians, I'm like, they sound like fun guys. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah, he's in the car with all these drug dealers, and then the guy who's driving the car winds down the partition bit, oh, yeah. and Tyrone goes, oh, your driver's white, and the driver turns around and just starts shooting at him. <laughs> Great camera angle when he's like running and it's like. Oh, the camera angle where it's like of his face pointed as like it's so the camera would have been obviously like I guess mounted to him, mounted onto him, his face right, and I was like, that's such an uncomfortable angle. It doesn't add anything to this. Yeah, there's like a lot of camera mounting work in this movie. Also, that bit when he's having sex and they just spin. Oh god, it's like no, it's like PNV. It's like you see him like humping away. I literally feel like I see the penetration. I feel like we did see the penetration. It wasn't nice. And then it spins out. It kept spinning, and I was like. Like I, feel yeah. <laughs> I, did, I didn't want this. I don't want these. Well, I started off with this film so much ah. I might be able to think it was... I, I should have had more faith in just how terrible they are. <laughs> but like, so to sum it up, all that's happened is three of them are doing a drug deal business. Yep. His mum's on diet pills that are basically speed. Yep. Having a great time. That's it. She's hallucinating as well. That's all that's happened. Yeah. That's Nothing all... else has happened. They've just all taken... Right. All that's happened is they've taken drugs. <laughs> and they this. somehow made drugs boring. They <laughs> made drugs so boring. <laughs> Famously, drugs are meant to not be boring. That's why they're recreational. Yes. They're meant to be fun. And this film is the least fun. But I'll I tell you what, what, that score's real good. Yeah, no, it's really good. Though. I'd love to revise to it someday. Oh, baby, I'd love to revise to that score. Oh, it's really good. I can't believe you forgot about your reaction to the pubic hair when it finally <gasps> It was literally that. The pubic hair. That was very <laughs> It was, because I had to point it out, because A, you didn't immediately notice it. She's like looking in the mirror and like you just see like the top of her pubes, like just a cheeky, yeah, cheeky, cheeky, bit, of cheeky bit of pube. And you literally gasped. You were like, <gasps> my God! And I was like, not only did I warn you about this <laughs> before we watched the movie, it's also just female pubic hair. You've seen it before. <laughs> I don't know why it surprised me. I knew it was coming. And yet, also, I was like, I had noticed it. Yeah. And then you said, there it is. And I was like, <gasps> there it is. <laughs> it I is there. Like, so right, that is pubic hair. Female. Female pubic hair, nonetheless. Female pubic hair. You don't That's see a lot of that. That's the only pubic hair of a female I've seen so far. Or ever. <laughs> In your life so far. <laughs> Like how a rock, a wooden rocking chair would sound. I was like, eh, 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 and I was like, that's me. 
not what teeth grinding sounds like. Also, because he hears her teeth grind, and I'm like, you, you have to be next to someone's face yeah. to hear their teeth. I feel like grind. it would be more of a visual cue <laughs> because you can see someone like that. You'd see the fucking gun. You'd see the gun. But they didn't get it to gun. They just got it to make a squeaking noise. <laughs> like bed springs from a cartoon. Literally that. It was. <laughs> it was so dumb. So much of this movie is really, really dumb. That was my issue. It was yeah. going into it. I got into it for a bit, and then I was like, "This is so dumb." It's really stupid. If it knew how dumb it was, much like Mindhunters. Oh yeah, then it could do a lot with it. Then I think it would be okay because it would play up the funniest bit. Because there were bits that they did make funny, like when she first goes on a diet mm. and she's reading through like breakfast, lunch, dinner, it's like, and it's, no and sugar, it's like, coffee, no sugar, <laughs> and it's like this, no fun. <laughs> it was pretty good. All her scenes are. Actually, genuinely, she's really, really good. good. Her scenes were the best in the film. Yeah, but at the end of the day, she's just watching TV. Yeah, that's and it's the same show over and over again. Oh, yeah. So it's it's actually really boring as well. Also, that scene when his girlfriend's like, "You must really love your mum." Yeah. The reason she says that is because he says to her, "My mum is a TV junkie." He does say that, yeah. And she's like, "You know her so well. You love her so much." I'm like, oh, a no, very easy observation to make. Also, B. It's a drug. She's like already addicted to something. Else. <laughs> that thing is television. Drug. Also coffee. Also speed, maybe? Drugs. I don't know. Yeah. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Yeah. You know what? I'm really getting the vibe from this movie that drugs might be bad. I really feel like I'd only impress this film if someone for the GCSE media project had made it. <laughs> it would be really impressive if it was like an art, like an art house-y thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, but it's, it's not. It's, it's a like mainstream a, film. Yeah. It's, it's shot like it has no budget, which cannot be true. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bad... It's a bad film. I told you. There's a really good bit when Tyrone, um, this, I don't know what scene this is in, but I've just written it down as it was said. Um, I think it's when they're trying to take the, the taking the, the drugs, uh-huh. and Jared is like, maybe we shouldn't, you know, try our own supply, because yeah, then yeah. we'll get fucked and we'll mess it up. And uh, Tyrone says, I ain't trying to jive you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to drive you, Jim. I ain't trying to jive you, Jim. Well, I was going to say that when I first saw that scene, I thought that line would be funny. I also didn't know that the guy's name was Harry. No, it's not even Jim. So I thought his name was actually Jim. So I only thought the jive bit was funny. But, but now. I'm not trying to jive you, Jim. But someone whose name is not Jim is fucking hilarious. Jive you, Jim. I'm like, who wrote this dialogue? It's so terrible. Is that. I just. It's. It's the worst. It's the worst. I God, I have so many more notes. Okay, tell me some more things. Um, so when Jared Leo is hanging out with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, they're having a bit of a, like a play fight. She's going to dinner with her therapist or something. <gasps> that bit was so strange. Yeah. Also, how did that add to the story? <laughs> it doesn't, does it? It just does not. Yeah, because she's getting all dressed up. Yeah. And he says, "Why do you have to go and see him?" So at first, I'm like, "Oh." Actually, got another boyfriend. Yeah, like, and then she's like, "Oh, because he'll tell my parents I'm not going to therapy." So I was like, "So he's your therapist?" I initially thought it might be someone who just knew her who could you, tell her parents that but she wasn't going to therapy. It well. was her, in fact, her therapist. And it wasn't like she then went to a meeting, with, like a like a therapy session. With she him, went to dinner with him, dressed up. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I wasn't really funny. It was that. The thing was that Jared Leto was getting kind of jealous, which was funny. And then when we cut to what therapist looked like, you were like, why is he jealous? He looks like an egg. He doesn't look like an egg. He was very bald. Also, just before it cuts, they're having a little bit of a play fight, and Jared Leto just like says to his girlfriend, he goes, I'll suck your eyeballs out. (laughs) (laughs) And it cuts. And I was like, yeah, the way that it cut away from that, I was like, was that meant to be funny? I don't know. I don't know. It's so unclear. But it's so unclear whether it's meant to be funny or 
drugs are bad. Yeah, I think it's... Which two notes... <laughs> I th- it, you can't hit both of them at once because it won't make a, it mm-hmm. won't make a nice sound. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what this movie is. It's just one long, unpleasant sound. Yeah. Also, but the soundtrack, ironically, very good. <laughs> yeah, also the thing is they have a lot of these... Um, sort of montage scenes. Oh, yeah. So I've talked before the scene where like where it's like they carve the drive, the the people's dilate, even though heroin is making people's dilate. Nope. Um <laughs> and like all this other stuff and it's like and there's a noise I was like <gasps> Yeah. It's like this noise for them like coming up or whatever is yeah. done. But they have all these little transitions, like the traditions of the mum taking her pills, the yeah. traditions of them uh, rolling the blunt to smoke weed. Yeah. Um You like the, the blunt rolling one though, you enjoyed that one. I like that. <laughs> They're all Almost really good. I see what he was going for. Yeah, it's so close. But, but it does They're just quite uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And also, they're always the same. Yep. They're <laughs> always exactly the same, and I'm so bored of seeing them do heroin. Yeah, this is my issue with the movies. It's just so repetitive all the time. Like, not even with the drug stuff, but also with like the TV stuff. Yeah, all like, the themes they're hitting are so obvious and they're so similar that you're just like, I get it. Like, this movie could be an hour shorter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I do. I really see what they're going for, which yeah. is why it's infuriating because I can see the ways in which people think it's good and the ways it could be good, but it's not. Yeah, it's just not though. It just isn't. At the end of the day, it's really boring. We're 50 minutes in and all that's happened is they've taken drugs! They've taken drugs! Nothing <laughs> else has happened! Also, there's this really good bit where Tyrone's, you know, when he's fucking that gal. Yeah. And um, he's high on weed. Which he's on the weeds. You know what that does to you. He's taken at least one weed. He's taken at least three weeds by then. Oh my god, Tyrone! Multiple weeds. And dog. So there's this like beautiful naked woman in his bed, and she's like, "Come back to bed." And he's staring at this mirror, and he goes, "We'll have time for that later, baby." I'm just really grooving with this mirror right now. (laughs) Who wrote Tyrone's dialogue? Why is he, is he like from the seventies disco era? <laughs> Ain't trying to jab you, Jim. <laughs> I'm grooming with this mirror, babe. Grooming with this mirror. And then he has a flashback about his mum, which of course weed also does not make you have flashbacks that intense. Also, yes. Why, when you're about to fuck this girl, would you have a flashback about your mum? Says a lot. Says a lot, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Why do films always try and do this? Oh wait, they're trying to throw it up. All the semi-dramatic artsy films that are just like you want to fuck your mum. Like, why is that such a prevalent theme? I just don't think. Who's enjoying watching that? Freud from his grave. Just Freud jacking off in his grave. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't get it. And this is another thing we discussed also. Yeah. So the mum's bits are the most interesting bits because she's the best actress, and her bits have some funny bits. They do play up for humour, which is good. Yeah. And oh, and the bits with her and all the other like Jewish moms. Oh, the gaggle of Jewish moms. They're all sitting outside in their deck chair. That's like the flat on the pavement. I actually love them. They're really funny. (laughs) They're great. They're good. They're always being Jewish. They're being Jewish. Also, they said the word schlep so many times. They did. They said like three times. We know they're Jewish. (laughs) And you kept doing this thing. We were like, I'm Jewish. I'm schlepping here. I'm schlepping over here. It's a schlep. It's Jewish. Because I'm Jewish. It kind of went a bit like Italian ask at the end. The thing is, the reason I wrote is because obviously I've never lived in New York, and yeah. I'm sure that accent is genuinely very bad. It's a Jewish accent! It really happens. Hey, yo! <laughs> it's a Jewish! It's a pizza! It's a pizza! It's a Jewish pizza! Bagels! I love the accent. I think it it's was good. great. It I think it's a good. really fun accent that I think I really like hearing it. I really did like it. At one point, we were talking about um, 
So Sarah Goldfarb, the yeah. old lady, and you were like, I don't really know what any of the personalities of these characters are. So the other, the personalities of the other people seem to be just drugs. Yeah. And I agree with you. Yeah. And then you said the personality of her seems to be just that red dress. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Her whole story arc is she wants to fit into this red dress. Yeah. She's on the speed. <laughs> She's on loads of speed and she might be on TV. Who knows? Um, but the thing that's known about the film mostly, actually, is mm-hmm. that her scenes are kind of funny, but overall, it's just really sad. Yeah. And, and you know it's not going to end well. That's the thing, is that I know, I just, I, I just know, because I've seen films before, it's just dark and edgy that her though. story isn't going to be happy at the end, even though she's a really sweet old lady who just lost her husband. She deserves better. And I don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I get the need for sad films, but it's just sad for the sake of being sad. There's no lesson here. There's no it's lesson. There's no uplifting thing. Because what we thought about this was that, like, in like a film like Fight Club, inherently that whole film's really sad. And then at the end, spoiler alert, oh, all the shit is blowing up, and the main character is holding hands with this girl he's he's been kind of seeing, yeah, and they're playing this this pixie song. Where is my mind? Where is my Where is my mind? And um, oh, that's yeah, sick song. <laughs> 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 there. Yeah, it's a really beautiful song, and they're holding hands and watching like the world blow up around them. Yeah, it's hard. And even though it's like really dark, it's really quite uplifting in a way that I really like, and you feel kind of like cool. I don't know, you just really hopeful about it, even yeah. though it's all gone wrong. Yeah. This film, obviously, I haven't seen the end of it yet, but I feel like it's just gonna be sad. Yeah. And that's like, the issue. I and I just feel like, yeah, I'm going to end up just feeling shit for this yeah. woman, and there's no purpose to feeling sad about it. Yeah. It's hard, I find it hard to explain why that's such a bad thing, but like... It is, though, because it just, it keeps hitting you with it and hitting you with it. It's, it's saturating with sadness, yeah. and it's using it in a way that's, like, kind of cheap, almost, because it's like... Yeah, it just makes you feel shit, but also, like, I always get very empathetic about film characters, oh, yeah, and so I just hate when they just make you feel sad for no yeah. reason, that you're, like... Exactly. You know what will show you up though? What? Do you remember what Jennifer Connelly was wearing in the last season we saw her in? <laughs> you hit me with a bit of trivia in my mind. So before we explain what she was wearing, tell me that trivia. Okay, so uh, Jennifer Connelly, there's uh, some interesting things about Jennifer Connelly. So her character in the movie, she's the daughter of a clothes manufacturer. She also in real life, Jennifer Connelly's dad, is a clothes manufacturer. So she kind of already knew how to make clothes. But for this movie, she got really into making clothes because that was her character arc or whatever. Right. And she actually made all of her own clothes for this movie. So she made her entire wardrobe. The thing is, that sounds cool as fuck because the character relates to her as a person. She got really involved in it. In fairness, her acting in this film is good. Yeah, she's nailing it. She's good, I really like her. Mm. The clothes she wears in this film, <laughs> in the last scene that we watched, she was wearing, it was like a grey, like, like um, kind of close hugging jumper. Yeah. Like it, like, was like, <laughs> you're just like touching I'm like, using my like, hand motions that does not really <laughs> but it was like, like a tight jumper yeah. I looked nice it was grey well, and then she's lying on the bed with her boyfriend and her uncle I had to point this out to you as well you didn't really notice anything was wrong I didn't register it by the way I didn't want to <laughs> because but didn't. it's a full grey tight jumper except the armpits
Yeah. You wouldn't sweat onto your jumper, which is nice. You'd just sweat, it would go down, wouldn't it? Yeah, but you'd get, you wouldn't get, like, you wouldn't get as much of the wet baptism on you, you would feel self-conscious, probably? Mm, I don't know, I think you'd just be able to smell it more. I'm trying my best. <laughs> have to justify that joy. <laughs> Something. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Does her dad make shit clothes? Apparently. Oh, burn on Jennifer Connelly's dad. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> get fucked, Mr. Connolly. <laughs> Mr. Connolly. <laughs> Mr. Connolly. Oh, that makes him sound a lot more endearing. Mr. Connolly. Mr. Connolly. That's a lovely name. Actually. Mr. Connolly. Jennifer Connolly is a really nice name is. and a good actress. She's amazing. Labyrinth is a banging film. Not that great at designing clothes. No. <laughs> She's okay. No, She's true. fine. There's also a bit, you know, when um, yeah, you know when the, you know, Sarah, she's hanging out. The mum. Yeah, and she's yeah. just taking loads of pills or whatever. Classic. And her son's bought her a new TV. <laughs> and she's just like staring at this blank TV. And like, it, it, it looks like she's trying to like, turn it on. But instead... With her mind. Yes! Instead of like getting up and turning it on, she just t- takes more pills as if that's going to, to help. So she had this really shit monitor before, and then she's got... <laughs> Her son's bought her a new massive TV with two like big speakers oh, yeah. next to it's it. Around sound, maybe. And she sits in front of it and just stares at it. And it's like they've been like, nothing's happening. That's so she, she just starts taking like double doses of pills. And I'm like, yeah. you can just turn it on. You, just you don't on. need drugs. And like, why does that help? But the thing is, then she hallucinates. So I guess maybe that was what she was trying but to do. But can you imagine that if every time you couldn't find the remote, you just I'll took just drugs take, instead? I'll just take drugs instead. That'll entertain me. You said that being like, I can't buy it. So you call up a dealer being, being like, I need to leave. <laughs> it's just so weird because it's like she gets up. But she doesn't get up to turn on the TV, and I'm like, well, what are we? What's the lesson? What are we, you trying to say with this scene? There's so, cause like, there's been a lot of scenes, mm-hmm. but there's been such little story progression. Oh yeah, just nothing really happens. I would say. Also because like, the idea is that those the, those three three kind of young characters are starting this drug business, right? Yeah. The only kind of benefit I've seen of it is that he bought his mother TV. Yeah, he still lives in a shit. And there's been like a sort of montage of them selling drugs. Yeah. But like, well, they're getting money was... to for Jennifer Connelly to open up her clothing store. Uh, it's unclear though, isn't it? I didn't get that at all. <laughs> so that whole arc, I wouldn't have known that she was into like clothes or whatever, despite having seen this before. I wouldn't have known that she was trying to design clothes if I hadn't looked up the trivia before this movie that said that Jennifer Connelly designed all her own clothes. You know, about five minutes ago when you said how her character was related to her as a person because they both had dad to her clothing company. Yeah. I just went along with that. I didn't know that in the film. <laughs> he mentions it to his mum when she goes around. She's like, he's like, oh yeah, Marion Silver. And she's like, oh, the oh, Silvers of that's Long Beach. The one bit they mention it at. That yeah. was passing. And then they sort of refer to it very vaguely. So you see her with clothes and you see her kind of designing it, but it's not very straightforward. You don't see her drawing it in anything. You see her like picking up fabric and like putting it down and like, it's just very, it's very abstract. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole story I just didn't There's like a whole layer here and you did not process. Oh my God. Do you think it's going to enhance your enjoyment of the film then? No. (laughs) I don't think anything could. Unless I was on drugs. Drugs are bad. I don't know, you're right. If I was on drugs, I couldn't turn the TV. Oh, that's <laughs> so true. You'd just be sitting there, like, taking drugs, like, why is this working? I'm going to take my drugs. <laughs> I was just saying, so, they're so nearly. Oh, I know, and people are like, this movie, amazing. So good. 
I'm so glad. I'm so glad you didn't educate. You haven't even seen the end is the worst bit. Oh, <laughs> I'm so bored. No. Uh, I'm gonna say one more thing and then we're gonna go back to watching it. Alright, let's do it. Do you remember Sal the Geek? <laughs> I remember he gets mentioned like twice. Yes. And it's like um, they're talking about who to get drugs off with. Yeah, and like the drug dealer's name is Salvagi. One of them. What's a geek? Okay, so we thought it might be, it might be some kind of racist slur because it sounds like it could be. But I don't know enough about racial slurs. <laughs> like literally, that was our problem. We were like, oh god, mm, geep. Like it. It sounds like it might be geep. Sal the geek, yeah. <laughs> just saying geek now. Geek. If it is Ursula, oh, we're going really... to have to cut it out. We're going to have to edit something out. But it's okay, it's not that we're fine. But the thing is, it does sound like, sort of like an insult, doesn't it? Yeah, like he's a real geek. geek. Like, oh, what a fucking geek. Like, if you called me a geek, <laughs> I wouldn't know what it meant, but I'd get, I'd start being like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what a fucking goat. <laughs> what a fucking goat, mate. I'll punch you right in the face. I'll fucking you geek you. You I'll, I'll geek you I'll silly. I'll geek you silly. <laughs> exciting to say you're bored <laughs> overall i'm bored and i've never in fairness right. in fairness yep. this film is really off-putting about drugs it is but and i feel like that was its intention so like oh you know what actually it feels like such like oscar bait it does doesn't it you know how like the films that win oscars are about AIDS, yep. slavery, uh-huh. like this kind of like, adopting a black child into your family and raising him as your own, even though he has learning difficulties. What film is that? Blindside. Ah! <laughs> but yeah, this the thing is that Oscar Bait is just like, it's about the issues. Oh my God. And so this film was like, let's choose drugs. Yeah, <laughs> literally. It's like, I feel like you had like a roulette of like issues. Oh my God, yeah. And you throw a dart at it. And Daryl Oscar was like, drugs, let's do it. Do you think like, for Black Swan, he was just like, ballet, we'll do it. We'll make it happen. <laughs> he got my name. He like, I've drawn the short straw here, but I'm going to well, make it work. I'll turn it out. We'll get Natalie Portman on it. It'll do fine. <laughs> If we get Natalie Portman, we'll be fine. To be fair. If we make her fuck Mila Kunis, we'll be fine. Oh, mate. That is such a good point. He was like, how do I make this good? I'll just make her fuck Mila Kunis. I think that'll really help. How drunk are you as well? How many beers in? Four or five. Four or five. You're going to need more to get to the end of this movie. All right, I'm going to like try and like down the next one. Oh, Christ. Yeah, babe. <laughs> yeah, babe. Because if I get through all of them, I'll have had seven. That is so many beers. It is. You get betcha. Yeah. I think the issue is that I'm actually so annoyed by this film that I'm actually quite coherent about it. <laughs> yeah, I was so, you're so coherent about it. Because at least mind on this is like a funny mess, so you could like slow your way through it. Oh, yeah. This for me is I'm, I'm pissed. <laughs> I need to articulate how pissed I am about this. I knew it would piss you. I'm so glad you didn't actually like it, otherwise, it would have been a really I really thought I'd like it. You really did want to like you it. You were so right. That's all I have to say about it. Alright, should we sign? How do we sign off this bit? Let's endure more. Let's endure it again. Let's <laughs> just keep on enduring this bitch. Keep on enduring The wine is diminished and the film is finished. Welcome back to the Night Drinker. How are you feeling, Emily? Morgan. <laughs> I'm... Do you want to tell the listeners what happened, Emily? Let's <laughs> talk about it. Emily, <laughs> I think they should know. I cried so much. <laughs>
<laughs> you were fucking weeping. So for the, part, the last ten minutes of the film, I was like cracking jokes and just being like, wow, this is bullshit. And then at the end, I turn around and you're like full on weeping. Like, you yes. stop it. <laughs> you looked quite bad. My face is dry from the tears that were uh, dried off of it. <laughs> but the thing is, That's the thing. The thing is, mm-hmm. I'm really pissed off. <laughs> And such a mix of angry and sad because that film's ending was so sad, yeah. but that film was so shit, and I'm so annoyed at how much I cried. <laughs> you cried a lot. I really like, know. I think if I wasn't drunk, I would have like been sad, maybe like had got like you know like wet eyes sort of thing. <laughs> but I sobbed. It was quite bad. You had to hug me. I had to give you a bit of a hug, and I found a cat. You had to give me a minute and find a cat for me to stroke. <laughs> He's quite round. I found you quite a nice round ginger. So oh, it was quite bad. Morgan, yeah. I hate that film. Yes! I fucking Mission accomplished! Um, it's, it's awful. Do you want to walk through what happened in the last half? No. <laughs> I don't want to relive that film ever again. That film is fucking awful. <laughs> fuck. That, like, sincerely fuck that film. Um, I'm such a mix of sad and angry. I know. I know. It's hard. Oh. But the thing is, not that much happens in the back the back half of the movie, apart from the last ten minutes. The last ten minutes is all, honestly all I remembered from this movie. Yeah. It before. And I can see why you hate it so much because the last ten minutes is fucking suck. Oh yeah, it's really horrible. They're just really sad. Mm-hmm. Then it's like half the ending is so dumb, <laughs> so dumb, like painfully dumb. But the other half is so sad. That I couldn't laugh at the dumb bit, so it took that from me, you know? <laughs> it stole that from you. You're right to I laugh. I couldn't mock the film because I was crying so much. This is like not a problem I had. I was like, this is really stupid. Do you want to like, yeah. Okay, I don't even know how it started back up. Just start, start from where you remember. Do you remember that bit when they were trying to get the drugs and they went to like a supermarket? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the dumbest. There was so many dumb bits in this film, and that, I'm going to say right now, that was the dumbest film. <laughs> That's the dumbest bit? Yeah. I disagree. <laughs> I know, but you'll say it's dumbest, but honestly, this bit was so dumb. Right, do you want to walk me through? What so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I know. You've been a real trooper. We don't think this is like six. I've been through so many emotions. I enjoyed it. Then I found it funny. And then I was angry. And then I literally sobbed. I'm so upset with myself. I've really been through an emotional moment. You let that movie manipulate you, though. That's what it does. I know. You love it. You gave it the power to it do that. It was emotionally abusive. It, that it, it is emotional. I think that's the best way to describe it. It's really emotionally abusive. Films like that are emotionally abusive. Yeah. This film. <laughs> so this whole thing was drugs, right? Yeah, that was the It's thing. made me go, there are two things it's done to me. Yes. Number one, I sort of never want to do drugs. So it worked. But on the other hand, <laughs> I really want to forget this film. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to just do it. You know, I feel like heroin's going to do that for me right now. It's either completely worked or completely failed. I don't know. I'm pretty drunk now. I'm gonna go with this. Oh, well, like what? You don't want your arm to fall off, do you? Okay, okay, right. We got to start. Right, from, we'll start from, start from the beginning. Start. start from the start. So they went to the supermarket, the supermarket to supermarket. pick up their drugs. Okay. <laughs> so Harry and Tyrone are going to see. They're going to pick up some drugs. Yeah. And they walk into the supermarket. Yeah, he has a trolley as well. Which really trolley, so I'm like, why do you? Why did you get a trolley? Like, look regular. 
But they go around the back anyway. It's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. So they go to the back of a supermarket, and Harry's like, where do we go? And Harry's like, we'll figure it out. And they see these back doors in the supermarket that kind of swing open. Mm -hmm. And they go to the back of the supermarket. So there's this back room. There are like 60, 70 people in this back room. You know what it reminded me of? Mm. You know when they had those like pop-up sales at like Macy's or something? (laughs) (laughs) It's like Black Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Truck that's that has it's like an, a brand of oranges, yeah. It's like, Florida. but the back of a truck is just a guy selling heroin, yeah. And, and he's so like, Who wants heroin? and they're like, I want heroin, I want heroin. It's like a fucking like a stock market kind of it thing, does, but it's yeah. a stock, it's heroin, or like an auction or something. Like, <laughs> and they're all crowded around trying to get buy heroin off this dude at the back of his truck, but there's like 70 of them in the back of a supermarket because somehow no one's fucking noticed that all supermarket as well so like they they walk through the supermarket with the whole supermarket and then they get to the back so it's like everyone must be going through the supermarket there and then it gets darker because then what i remember is that they're all crying i think it was heroin and they love that heroin you know what? Hair and is pretty desperate. Who knew? Sweet Lady H. They just want that hair. They just want that hair. I'm sure. That's most of their character motivation. Yes, their personality is drugs. It's drugs. So they're trying to get it, and basically what happens is it all gets a bit stressful, and someone there shoots off a gun. Yeah, why not? So it's America. I don't. Yeah, I do. Really uh, it's America, Emily. Wake up. This is America. Yeah, get woke. <laughs> <laughs> there are guns everywhere. There are drugs everywhere. This is Trump's America. <laughs> It is. Well, it's not. The book's set in the 70s. The film's perfect. The film's like, yeah, because the film came in 2000, so it's like, that's that like time. Pretty dodgy. Um, but, um, so, yeah, someone shoots a gun, gun up to the ceilings, and the truck's like, we're done, and drives off, and no one, no one else gets their drugs. Yeah, so sad. What I found dumb about it was that then Harry and Tyrone, Tyrone, go, drunk. I know. They go home, and... What are they doing? It's disgusting. And they're like, there's nowhere else to get heroin. And I was like, this is set in New York. You're telling me there's, there's no one heroin dealer right. in all of New York. Okay. That is also obscene. What's more obscene is that they then follow the truck down to Florida to get heroin. Surely there would be more heroin in New York that's than there is in That's what they were doing. That's why they drive. Because I didn't know where they were driving. Like, as if they'll stop off in New York, sell a few little bags of heroin, drive all the way back to Florida. Like, what is going on? <laughs> Meanwhile, yes. um, Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly. Marion. Made Marion. Mar- yeah. She, she, that therapist, we were confused whether he was a therapist or the guy she was fucking. I'm still confused. Turns out both. <laughs> I'm still confused. She basically was like, I need money to him. And he yeah. was like, cool, but it cuts them basically having horrible sex. Yeah, he like wipes his hands all over her face. It's really <laughs> weird. Like, is that good for you? Like, it was just disgusting. It was really weird. And he did look like an egg. I know it was meant to be, but like, I just, I've, yeah. hate. <laughs> so yeah, so that's the whole storyline. And what happens is when Harry comes back without any drugs for his girlfriend, she's like, I fucked that guy for you, what the fuck? But the thing that's really funny is that when he comes, they're watching television before this happens, and they're watching, like, fucking infomercials. <laughs> he is just watching infomercials. And I think I made a very good point. Oh my god, you did. So, A, before you made that point, that also she comes into that scene with a choker on, 
<laughs> the area of her choker increases. <laughs> in one scene, her choker is like a normal kind of like very thin neck choker. In the next scene, her entire neck is covered in a choker. The same lace of choker. I'm so confused. That is a good scene, though. You know, when she's like having that, like she's having that thing where she's like, oh, I'll stab his hand with a fork. And that was pretty dope. Do you remember that? Yeah, there were, there were two bits in this film where they imagined something happened and then it like cut it not happening yeah. which I thought were really funny Yeah, and I wish they did it more because there's a bit right at the beginning of the film where um, when him when Harry and Tyrion decide they're gonna basically deal drugs mm. a police officer comes and sits next to them and Harry has this whole like facade where he like takes his gun and they like play piggy in the oh, yeah, they do. and they're throwing it over his head and, that, and then it cuts to it not happening. Yeah. And I thought that was really funny. I mean, yeah. yeah, again, when this thing happens, when she imagines herself stabbing a therapist's hand with a fork, and then it doesn't happen, it's like a cut. Yeah, it's like the real. fakest blood ever. Yeah, but it's really funny, those bits. I wish they yeah. more. I thought that was really funny. That was really good. You smug fuck. Yeah, it's called it a smug fuck. It was really a fantastic good. insult. You know yeah. what? They're good parts of the film. They're all good parts of the film. I don't disagree, because there's that scene where she's, um, like, stuff happens, and then she's kind of like, you know when in the tub? Yeah. And she's like, she's really still under it's, it's shot from like an aerial view, it's really beautiful. Yeah, and then, and it, then it cuts of... her face and she's screaming underwater. And yeah, really there's cool. like a really long still pause. Mm. And then she just screams underwater and all the bubbles come out. And it's like, it's like, there are some good shots in this yeah. movie, I don't disagree. But um, the thing with the infomercials was... Oh, yeah. Because they watch TV, and all the TV you've seen in this has been either that, I've been watching like the fucking weird culty diet show, and then watching infomercials, and I was like, no, if this was a 2000 film, right? Friends was on! Friends was on! They not know that there are other channels! You could be, be watching Friends on heroin! I bet Friends is sick on heroin! I bet actually it is. Like, Friends is sick and sober! I bet it's awesome on heroin! You could be watching Friends, but if it was set in the seventies, then they could be watching like what was on in the seventies. Was it Sopranos of the eighties? Dude, like, that was like nineties, two thousands. Oh, balls! Yeah, really <laughs> bad in this. I think it was like really boring stuff, like I Dream of Jeannie and like Sabrina the Teenage Witch reruns. Yeah, that was a big complaint of mine. Was like you could yeah. be watching. Friends. You could be watching Friends. You could be watching like any of the beautiful or, like, things. Like Seinfeld. Oh my god! But, like if it's two uh, thousands, it's probably Scrubs. Oh my god! I bet <laughs> Scrubs is great on Harry. <laughs> I bet they're all good on heroin. I mean, I, I assume heroin makes you feel great. Yeah. And I love all those shows sober, so imagine it on heroin. <laughs> I always feel like if heroin's really good, so what I've seen in movies, mm. I just feel like if heroin's really good, you just sort of have a bit of a nap. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> heroin just seems to make you really sleepy. So I'm like... Why I'm not really that sold on it. I'm not that sold on it. I'm like, oh, you feel so good. And then, but it's like, in movies, usually what happens is they'll just take it and just like have a little nap. Like in Trainspotting, it happens all the time. They'll be like, oh, I just have a little nap. And I'm like, you could just like have a nap, but you don't yeah. need heroin to have a nap. Yeah. So yeah, so then what happens is, yeah, Harry and Tyrone are chasing this truck and driving to Florida. Yeah, but they leave Marion behind. Yeah, like, so Marion... Essentially, ends up becoming a prostitute. Yeah, she does, and it escalates really fucking quickly. Oh my god! It's like one call to Big Tim, and suddenly you got a dildo up your ass. And yeah, they so like have just one. Him. Apparently, it was one other heroin dealer in New York. Oh yeah, Tim. called Big Tim, and he doesn't deal for money. They say he's like, oh, he won't deal for money. So he only deal. He only will give heroin to people who have sex with him, which is a terrible business model. What an awful idea. How is he getting his money for more heroin? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, that scene was amazing mm-hmm. because it was racist. It was so racist. <laughs> so, so she goes to his ha- Big Tim's house. Yeah. 
And it's heavily implied that basically he's like, you got to suck my dick for this heroin. It's not implied, he says, yeah. suck my dick. But <laughs> he says, black girls aren't good at heads. <laughs> and we were like, okay, that's already really weird. weird. And Victor then... is a black man, yeah. by the way. Oh, so didn't mention this, but he is a black man. And then, because we were already like, this is, this is weird. This feels definitely racist. Yeah. And then, <laughs> off, he was like, I don't know, I guess it's some tribal shit. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Black girls in New York won't give you head because some tribal shit. Because they're in a tribe. <laughs> what does it mean? It was just because it, it was it was racist. It was <laughs> bizarre. It was really odd. It was the most bizarre. It was. We were just very confused. We were like, oh, we're supposed to be feeling kind of like dread that like she's gonna suck this guy's dick for drugs. We were just. We were just like, this is weird, and I'm, not, I'm uncomfortable, but not for the reasons this movie wants me to be uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable for a different reason now. <laughs> I'm like, I can't tell if it was supposed to be racist. I think it might have been. It was such a weird lie. We also got some more info about the other drug dealer. What's his name? Um, The Geep. Sam the Geep or something. Sal Sal the Geep. Alright, so I did a little bit of a Google in the break. Yeah to check if it was a racist slur. It's actually not. It's actually the word used for a hybrid between a goat and a sheep. So that was quite a nice discovery. Why is there a drug dealer called Sal? Sal the Geep. Also, we've never heard of him once. He's mentioned like five times. Yeah. Is he? He's Sal the He deals heroin. He's the Geep. But for money, not for sex. Ah. Oh, I just yeah. think that's, I still think it's a horrible business model. That's a terrible idea. Who's, what? So, yeah. It ends up her being kind of prostitute, mm-hmm. and then Big Tim's like, you should come to this thing on Sunday. I really love that it's on a Sunday as well. <laughs> I know! <laughs> Go to church. And like the thing that it is, is, it's like, it looks, it's the setup of like a dog fight. Yes! It's a circle of men in suits, all cheering. Ass to ass! And there's this like, four naked women, including Marion. Yeah having sex yes and then they make them put a dildo in each of their asses so yeah there's the, yeah, super... so the double dildo which was just a dumb scene it was really stupid the dumbest thing i thought oh yeah first thing. <laughs> oh yeah so at one point these girls are all fucking with a double dildo and the men start shouting come 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 as if it's a dog fight and they're cheering them on to win. And I was like, this is unrealistic. <laughs> Your exact words were, fake news. No man has ever cared this much that a woman needs to come. <laughs> We're so I'm sorry, men don't watch porn to see the woman come. No, and there was so many like, A, you're not going to come from anal penetration with a dildo. It's not going to happen, guys. Heads up. Also, like, why were you so confused? Like, it's, it's not a race. You're just watching women have sex. Like, why do you have to chant stuff? Like, they're all in suits. It is like a cockfight. You only get hair if you come, babe. <laughs> <laughs> is that the rule? That is the rule. Only if you come, baby. That's what Big Tim says. <laughs> was, that was so stupid. So that's, like, her arc. The, 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 that's the end of her, basically. That's the end of her. What really pisses me off about that is, like, it's the classic woman arc of just, like... That's, that's the shit thing, is they were like, oh, she's the young woman, so, so she, she gets yeah. sex. She gets to be a prostitute. Yeah. The cool. older woman doesn't get... She's not a sex 
you know. No, she's old. She's old. She, you can't have sex with her. She's old. Yeah, That's so disgusting. It's just really boring. Uh, it's really lazy writing. It's really lazy. That really fucked me up because really I was like, yeah, yeah. she could have, you know, had bad times otherwise. You didn't have to fucking anally penetrate her with a dildo. It's like a double <laughs> dildo. <laughs> so it was so unnecessary. I was like, Jennifer Connelly has been nailing it in this movie, and you chose. You chose <laughs> Darren Aronofsky. You chose to put a dildo in her. Not literally, but like you know, like you you put a, d- a double dildo in her ass. It's so ludicrous. It's almost farcical. Like during yes. that scene, I'm like, this is ridiculous. They're charging for her to come. It's obscene. It's so weird. Oh god. And I'll, like, I'm just like, where did they get this scene idea from? Is this a thing that happens? Yeah, like a sex I don't party. know enough to dispute. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that but it I does. I just don't think that happens for real. I just they're, they're all crowded. I don't like sex shows. Those exist. Yeah. Why not just do one of those? Why did it have to be a double anal penetration with a dildo as big as my arm? It's so strange. I'm just like, if Why anyone listening to this is in like a drug circle, and yeah, can you let us know? Something that happens, <laughs> like send in anonymously, make a fake email account, send us an email. Yeah, we love emails. really want to know. Does this happen in <laughs> Does real this life? Happen? Um, so that's her story arc, and yep. the two guys are off driving to Florida, Yeah. and basically the whole thing is that Harry's had this fucking, like, way oh, subjecting himself, so his arm is fucking disgusting and I basically couldn't. rotting away. I couldn't look at that. It was and Tyrone has a storyline, apparently. Can you make a guess as to what Tyrone's whole thing was about? He misses his mum. Yep. That's he it. Did- <laughs> yeah, you did. Which only gets referenced about twice in the movie. It is referenced only twice in the movie. It's at the end, and he, when he's having that scene with the girl, he's like, I'm really grooving with this mirror right now, baby, because he's high on weed. It's high on the weed. He's high on the weed. How could he be high on the gang? So basically, he is fucking woman and thinks of his mum, yep. and then later on, he basically gets put in prison and thinks of his mum. You would if you were in prison, though. I don't know what happened to That's his mum. Is she dead? It never gets explained. Doesn't matter, does it? He gets the least screen time of all the characters. Yeah, but that was basically because Harry's arm is fucked. He's like, we got to take to hospital. So they're at hospital, and in fact, it's good for Tyrone. They were all fucked on drugs, and he was like, we're going to hospital. That's yeah. good of him. Good job. And there's no hospital, and so Harry's all fucked up, and the doctor's like, oh, this guy's on drugs. So and, um, they sent him to prison. <laughs> <laughs> and don't deal with his arm at all. They seem to send him straight to prison. And so Harry's going to to prison. He gets his arm amputated. No, he's in prison. Uh, so you know there's that so scene. Unclear. It's really unclear. So here's, you know when he's calling Marion, yeah. what I think is happening. Is that his one phone call? I think that's his one phone Yeah, because it was a really like, dingy little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, and I don't know where else he would be, mm. considering what just sort of happened. So I think that's his last phone call. That also actually, that was a bit very sad as well. Yeah. When they had their last phone, he calls Marion's girlfriend. And um, they're both having a really shit time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, when you back, and he says, soon. Oh, and then she yeah. says, can it be today? And he says, yeah. yeah. And it's obviously not going to be today. And it's really sad. It's really, there's a lot that of That was really heartbreaking. That's very upsetting. He's like, sorry for everything. Yeah. Because I think it's implied that he kind of got her into the drug scene. Yeah. And it's, it's just really sad. Yeah. But... It's just sad. It's just, it's just sad. It made me release. That was the starting point. <laughs> that's, that's the beginning of the end. <laughs> that was, to be fair, that scene was quite gruesome. It's really sad. Um, yeah, so then they're in prison. That's the last phone call he has to marry. And there's a scene where they're going down the line of prisoners, being like, can you see, can you hear me? And then taking it for work. Yeah. So that's when they find out that, you know, Harry's not like, he's not all there. Yeah. His, his arm is making his. 
really ill. He's in, he's in fed with his father. Yeah, I think that's when he like collapses and then he gets mm. sent off to a hospital. And then I don't. I think he's in like a. I don't know why. How prison factors into this? Like, is he in a fine hospital? Like a what? prison hospital? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But, but his arm is taken off. Yeah, basically, and he wakes up to his arm be taken off. Oh, but you can clearly see the outline of his left <laughs> You can see it under the blanket. <laughs> I like that. That was so funny. That was really funny. That was really funny. Because you were like, oh, this is all I'm going to go off. And then I was like, look at that. You can see it. You can see it. Oh, come on, Emily. Just a bit of a jake. Um, Yeah. And so that's his story arc. Yeah, so Tyrone is sitting in the hospital waiting room for him before he gets to prison. Mm -hmm. And then the prison guard basically spots a black dude and is like, let's take you to prison. Literally. That's the, like, yeah, it's like, they they really ham fisted this racial thing because like mm-hmm. that does happen like totally yeah like people it are racist to... but it was really ham fisted that being yeah. like we're well, being quite racist too and I'm like no no no, no that's no. not what's the point you're trying to make stick to the point you're trying to make also they don't mention it enough to make it kind of like a thing yeah so like, you, you should have maybe ha- had given him a monologue about it or like you know or had it been an underlying thing about him yeah. and police having a th- I don't know yeah it was like, like you could there was a million ways you could have done it. yeah it could have done way better you know what's really good though mm. do you remember that scene before the break when like he was running down the alleyway and it was a really horrible camera angle yeah <laughs> do you remember how we were like oh this reminds I know what this reminds us of <laughs> <laughs> so the camera angle is that like it's, it's, it's characterly on him and you can just see his face running and it's really like jaunty and like yes. shaking and stuff and you were like I realised it reminds me of <laughs> so Digby Chicken sees it which is if anyone wants to watch that Mitchell and Webb look, like a sketch. Da 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 Yes. Um, so those are those three. He's up in prison. He's sad. He has yeah. amputated. She has a prostitute. Yep. And the mum. Mm-hmm. This is what made me actually sob. Oh, here we okay. go. I knew it would. I knew it would. You I can knew, see it coming. I knew there'd be no happy ending for her, and that's what pissed me off yep. about this film. She's a bad. So she ends up on all this speed and stuff. And basically just goes pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And she leaves her house and goes to the, the TV studio, I think, where yeah. her favorite TV show Somehow, she's hopped out of her mind, but somehow she makes it over there. Yeah, I don't know how that works. And she's basically going in there and being like, I'm meant to be on TV. When am I on TV? You need to tell me. It's really sad. Yeah. And then they call the paramedic and he takes her in. And they basically take her to like a psych ward. Yeah. And they try to drug her and they say, hey, these drugs aren't working on you. We're going to try ECT instead, which is electrocompulsive therapy. <laughs> and also, they get her to sign her own thing away, which is out of her mind, which yeah. is not how it fucking works. You couldn't, do, you couldn't do that. I think if you were out of your mind and you didn't have anyone, you didn't have anyone who came as your emergency contact, they couldn't legally do that. Yeah. And the, well, they they would do it, but they'd have to do it under duty of care and not yeah, get your signature you get, for it. You wouldn't. You'd never sign anything. No. Right. And she's obviously like fucking hopped out of her mind. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. And it pissed, oh, also because the thing is, we both have psychology degrees, <laughs> so we kind of have stuff works a bit, and it's just... It's also, ACT. Also, also, yeah. It's <laughs> like a lot, isn't there? There's a lot. I don't think speed would do that to you. No. She it hallucinates is, a lot, which does happen. Yeah. I think she'd Not get... scale. Though. I think she'd get heavily depressed. Yeah. 
I think it would like deplete her serotonin and shit for a long time. I could be wrong. I don't know loads about speed, but I know like uppers in general do that yeah, kind of stuff. Long term speed use, I would like long term um, ecstasy use, doesn't really tend to make you crazy. Yeah, I think it just depletes serotonin, so it means you can't. Yeah, like, you would happy. be heavily depressed for a long time. So her being really depressed makes sense. Yeah, but she's like she's like manic almost. Yeah, she's really manic and it's really bizarre. Oh my, I'm um, that's what those drugs do, babes. And yeah, then they, so they do this ECT on her. Yeah. And she's awake for it. Yeah, okay, so basically, for people who don't know, ECT is a kind of therapy where you get your brain electrocuted with very small electrical currents. Um, they usually do it when nothing else works. So like if pills don't work, if therapy doesn't work, they'll just ship you in. It's but, really weird though because yeah. no one knows why it works. I still but think it, that it doesn't work. Because, it, but it works sometimes. But, but, I, but I know examples. Yeah, okay. So I have a friend who, I think it was her grandma or her aunt or something, yeah. um, got ECT for really severe anxiety mm. and it went away. Yeah. And she was fine. Which is crazy, and no one knows why. That's yeah, why no it's fucked why. up because no one knows why it works. Like, you shouldn't really use it, but it does sometimes work. So it's they really only use it in extreme cases, and what yeah. I suspect is happening because there have been a few placebo studies on ECT. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you put somebody under um, anaesthetic and yeah. then you just tell them that you did it and you don't do it, yeah, it has the same effect. Yeah, that I think it's because it's the extremity of the procedure because it's you're, you're it's being so put, extreme. It's, yeah, it's like yeah. A, it's like a, it's like you know a surgical procedure as well. If you Tie on it like it doesn't work for surgery because it's more of a physical, physical thing. Yeah. But like it's like kind of similar. If you think that that such extreme measures are being taken, then it has to work, and that's your faith in it working. That's yeah. What it work. Like so I suspect it does. It, I might be wrong, but that makes sense though. Yeah, that's what I think about that's it. Cool. We taught the listeners something. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, usually at ECT they uh, put you under anaesthetic. Um, they wouldn't do it without you your consent. You never do it when you're. Like mentally unstable and can't consent to it. They yeah. never do it with you awake for the procedure. No, that's insane. That's very yeah. No, that's literally insane. Why would they do that? Why would why would you be awake? Why would you want your patient to be awake for that? What <laughs> any fucking sense? Yeah. So you just go get electrocuted a bunch of times, and we were just like, at that point, I was like, this is absolute horseshit. This would not have happened. Oh, it was just sad. <laughs> you were quite sad. And then yeah, it shows her base. She basically ends up being sort of a vegetable, doesn't she? Like she yeah. just stays insane. Yeah. She cuts her hair. She cuts her hair. I thought she looked good with the short hair, but that's just me. It was a look. It was a look. And Tara Bird's still thinking about TV show. And what? Okay, so what is that TV show? Is it a game show or is it an infomercial? Or are they different? It's really weird because <laughs> in this TV show, it's like, so like I said before, it's like kind of like a sort of preachery kind of deal. It's not yeah. really but it's like sort of like that kind of vein. Yeah. And the audience all shouting, juice, juice, juice. juice. Why? What is the juice? Is it juice? They're like Sarah juice or something, or like Sarah's got the juice. Yeah. What does it mean? I think What's the juice? It's just it's the idea that you followed this diet, yeah. and the diet is called the juice. Oh, it stood for something, didn't it? It was like... It stood for something. And I think, bad. yeah, so you go, you go on basically looking slim as fuck, being like, I got the juice. Oh, okay. I think. But then it wasn't they, said, they mentioned prizes, so Sarah heavily yeah. implied she was going to go on that show, and she's like, I'm going to give the prizes away. And I'm like, well, what prizes? Yeah, she's going to get prizes to give them the charities of it. Yeah, which is... And what is happening? But yeah, and then it, she like has this whole star in her hair where she goes on the show looking like amazing, yeah. and then welcomes her son on the show, and her and Harry were a bit nice, and they hug, and it was too much. Yeah, and she was like, oh, he's got a fiance, he's oh. expecting it. She said, my grandson, she thinks that he's already had a baby. Oh. I know, you're gonna cry again. No. It's okay <laughs> if you do. <laughs> it was so horrible. It was just for no reason. It was, that's the case. <laughs> Because I was really sad and pissed off. <laughs> it just was so unfucking necessary. <laughs> like, it's just a massive. 
misery binge for like yeah, no reason. It was, it was just a fuck, fucking. Oh! It, oh, oh! It was like a crying wank. Like, it, it was, was a crank. such a crank. Crank into your crimax. <laughs> it, it was just oh yeah. So what was the point? Drugs are bad. But I already that's knew it. that. <laughs> we all already knew that. The thing is, you could have told me that story by saying drugs are bad, then have them all get better. Yeah, that would have been fun. Well, it's implied that Tyrone might be able to get better. It's not really actually. But he's in prison. Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, but they, 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 they all end in fetal positions <laughs> on they their do. own. Like, fucking. He's thinking about his mum, so he'll be fine. He's in prison. Sarah's in like a psych ward out of her mind. Yep. Jennifer Connolly is curled up on someone's sofa. It's her sofa, to be fair. But she was just like at a sex party. And then um, Jared Lee is curled on top of his arm missing. Yeah. That film sucks. (laughs) It really, it really. You lost the will, you lost the plot. I cried so <laughs> you, you were like full on me. I really didn't expect you to be crying that much. I was like, when I wasn't counting that book, I almost cried again. It was, <laughs> to be fair, that's the sad It's just bit. so sad. For yeah. me, I just, I'm, I'm pissed off. It's not really, no reason. I'm so angry about this film. <laughs> Honestly, I hate it. I hate every I'm really glad that you did hate it. That, at least, to me. I tried so hard to like at the start. I was like, I love this kind of film. Yeah, you know, I like the vibe. I like where it's going. I was into it. I was into it. I thought it was going to be funny. It wasn't. It was it, shit. It, it the was thing shit. is, it could have been. It, there's so much it could have been. Yeah. But yeah, it felt it short. Is, I, I give this film. What'd you give it? Out of what? I give it one weed. <laughs> one weed. Out of a thousand. Because <laughs> I fucking hated it. So I give it the juice. <gasps> or three female pubic hairs. <laughs> yeah, I'd give I'd give this one a single female pubic hair. Honestly, it was nothing more. Nothing more than a single. I give this hair. film pubic hair and disappointment. <laughs> and anger, anger and tears. I know the thing is, it's like you're so pissed off at it, but it did get you. <laughs> That's what's really annoying it about. Gets you. That's, I'm such an annoyingly empathetic person. <laughs> but even when it's like fictional, like clearly farcical, you're just like. I could, you could put me like, okay, I think The Notebook is a shit film. Oh, no, that makes sense. But if you put me, like, if you didn't even get to watch a startup, you put me at the end when it's all, or like, in the, the saddest bit of it, I'd be yeah. you, you stood in the middle of it, and without any build-up, I'd start crying. But yeah. Yeah, enough about that. End of the day, for me, yeah. that was the worst film we've ever watched. That's the worst one we've done. That's one of the worst films I've ever watched, just personally. <laughs> It's greatly upsetting. This was somehow insane mm. and boring. It was very boring. Because it's an adult film, so it's like, yeah, I'm really upset. I'm sorry. Maybe we should go back to kids' films. <laughs> Do you think this, this little foreign to adult film didn't treat you that well? It was insane. That sucked. All right, you done? done? All right, so I've been Morgan Williams. Who have you been? I've been a crying mess. <laughs> AKA. Emily Cole's There you go. You've been the designated drinker. I've been the designated drinker. I'm really drunk. You're like seven years. Calm down. Yeah, we'll watch something really nice. So much. So anyway, we've we've done it. That's it. Goodbye. 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 Bye. Designated drinker is edited by Emily Cole's produced by Morgan Williams and Emily Cole's and then there's other things. Oh, Emma House did the drawing. The cover art. Yep, or for that. You're so bad at hosting. God damn it, I did a fine job. I know. It was fine. Oh, Alright, anyway. Uh, coloured by Oscar Barony. Do you want to say anything? Thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> distant little thanks. Um, and I think that's it. Uh, Emily sucks for money, and I think um, we can we can wrap this up. Gorgon's a bitch. <gasps>